My name is Johan, and this is Beholding. I'm taking a long journey endeavoring to find out what God is like using the scriptures as my roadmap, and I'm inviting you to come with me. The podcast is our canvas, and the painting is an ever-expanding portrait of Jesus. So let's pause and take the time to behold him together. Between his attributes, no contradiction can exist. He need not suspend one to exercise another, for in him all his attributes are one. A.W. Tozer. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beholding. Another episode. I am Johan. I'm so happy that you joined me. So I'm wondering, did you get to wrestle with some of those things last week where we talked about tolerance and the things that the Lord doesn't tolerate that many of us do in this current age? I hope the Lord has ignited some revelation in your heart about what his heart is and what he's like. So by now, you know that you can check out my website, beholding.ca, to get a hold of me, to share some of the stuff that you got, find out how to find me on social media and all those other things. And you can check the blog, which I have a post for each episode. So again, last week we were in Revelation 2, 20 to 22. We talked about some of the things the Lord takes issue with and the spirit of Jezebel and how many believers of that day were seduced by it. We saw that the Lord will not allow those who reject his mercy to go on committing sin. He is committed to them. He sees the big picture and he disrupts sinful patterns for the sake of future generations and his church. Today is actually the continuation of this discourse found in Revelation 2, 23 to 25. So continuing in reference to those who refuse to repent of this wicked Jezebel spirit of that day, we will actually start with verse 22 from last week. So here we go. Behold, I will throw her into a sickbed, and those who commit adultery with her I will throw into great tribulation, unless they repent of her works. And I will strike her children dead, and all the churches will know that I am he who searches minds and hearts, and I will give to each of you according to your works. But to the rest of you in Thyatira, who do not hold to this teaching, who have not learned what some call the deep things of Satan, to you I say, I do not lay on you any other burden. Only hold fast to what you have until I come. Now again, this is another challenging passage. That will probably make us uncomfortable when we list some of these things. But remember, he's the same God, always loving, always merciful, but always just. And as the quote at the beginning from Tozer said, he doesn't suspend one attribute to impose another. So today we are listing eight things. Number one, he would take lives of even children for the sake of taking his church out of wickedness and evil teaching and practices. I mean, this one even makes me uncomfortable, which is why I'm just throwing this extra bit in here. It's because of my discomfort. The context is in a demonic atmosphere where his church is participating in wickedness and not repenting. And this is the New Testament church. So again, ask him about it, pray about it, wrestle with him about it, 
pray through any offense that you have and you come out on the other end knowing him better. So number two, he is committed to having all the churches recognize that he is paying attention. Number three, he searches the minds of all believers. Number four, he searches the hearts of all believers. Number five, he will give each of us what we are deserving of according to our works. Now, this could be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on what our works are. Number six. Now, I don't fully know what this means. This could just be in the context of that church, but those who are not following the wicked teaching or the deep things of Satan, I don't know what that is, he will not give additional burden to. So again, you can add this other one that he does give burden sometimes. So number seven, he has advice for those that are not following wickedness. And that advice is hold fast to what you have or don't let what you have be taken away from you. And lastly, number eight, he is coming back. He is the rescuer and he is the answer to the wickedness. So again, what we do every week, we need to pray these things in order for them to land in good soil in our hearts and for us to really learn who he is. We don't just want information about him. We want these things to go deep inside of us and we want to know him better, not just know of him better. So we're going to do that here. Here we go. Jesus, we trust you. You would take the lives of even children to pull your bride from Satan's clutches of hell. God, you are committed to getting the attention of your church. You search our minds and you know my thoughts, Jesus. You search my heart. You know our hearts. You know the deep things, what moves us. You know our emotions and our responses. You will give each person according to our works. God, you do not add burden to us for the sins and wickedness around us. You want us to hold fast to all that you've given us. You want us to call it precious and hold on to it, especially when our surroundings become difficult, when there's wickedness that surrounds us. You want us to hold fast to the good things that you've given us. Jesus, you are coming back. You are the rescuer. You are the answer to all this wickedness, to all that is satanic, that Jezebel spirit, that spirit of this age. Jesus, only you are the answer. And you coming back to redeem your bride. So Jesus, I don't want to be offended. Give me insight and understanding. Thank you that you are committed to holiness, that you can't stand sin, and that you are full of abundant mercy, and that you would do anything to rescue us from the clutches of hell. Your judgments are merciful, Jesus. Your judgments are right. They are loving. Thank you that you are committed to getting our attention that you don't leave us to bask in our wickedness, 
and the wickedness that surrounds us, but you search our minds, you search our hearts, and you reveal what isn't in right standing with you. Jesus, we thank you for that. Jesus, you are coming back. You are the answer to wickedness. You are the answer, and you will make the wrong things right. And Jesus, we love you, and we excitedly await for your return. So even so, Lord, come. How do these things make you feel? Are there some questions that arise? And I'm sure there are. Bring them to the Lord. Wrestle with him. He wants to reveal himself. He wants to reveal his heart at a deeper level to you. If you would just take the time to ask him about it. And if I miss something, I'd love to hear about it as well. Visit beholding.ca. Thank you again for taking this exciting journey with me. We will talk to you again soon. So may God give to you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him.